Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. February 21, 2020, the Keeping Millennials Happy edition. First up, the fallout from the Airbus and a corruption settlement still continues as Arab News reports that Kuwait MPs have launched a probe into the Airbus deal with Kuwaiti National Airlines. The decision comes after a debate on allegations that Airbus paid kickbacks to secure a deal some six years ago. The parliament also asked the finance ministry to review recent aircraft deals involving the Kuwaiti state-owned airline company to see if there were allegations or indices of fraud involved. So um, the fallout continues. Many of these airlines are shocked, just shocked to find that uh, our countries, rather, where these uh, national airlines had engaged in bribery and corruption are shocked, just shocked to find that they were engaging in bribery and corruption. The fallout will continue going forward. Next up, um, in a very interesting decision, an Italian judge has put a Nigerian businessman on trial in the uh, large Italian oil graft case, Ale Alaliu Abubakar, who played a central role in one of the industry's biggest scandals, doling out more than $500 million in cash to powerful Nigerian officials around the purchase by uh, ENI and Shell of uh, OPL uh, 245 offshore field license in southern Nigeria. The uh, Nigerian official, whose name I'm not even going to try to repronounce, uh, lives in Nigeria, so it's unclear how he will be uh, moved to Italy for trial. Yet prosecutors allege that uh, Shell and ENI bought the oil field knowing that the purchase price would be siphoned off to middlemen and local politicians. Uh, this case uh, continues to resonate, and yet it's very interesting because there were no bribes paid, or rather the bribes were paid directly to the Nigerian government, and then government officials doled out the bribes. Typically, in the FCPA world, it's a third party who bribes government officials, but here the money was paid directly to government officials who then used the money to pay bribes. So a little bit odd. Uh, next up, the liquor maker Diageo uh, reaches a $5 million settlement with the SEC around its uh, channel stuffing scheme. As reported in the Wall Street Journal, um, it's settling charges from the Securities and Exchange Commission that it hit performance goals by pressing, pressuring distributors to buy products in excess of demand. In addition to this pressure, uh, when the buyback program had to or, or came about because of overstocking, Diageo did not uh, adequately reserve for this, nor did they communicate to the market that they were going to have to buy goods back. So channel stuffing continues to be a bugabear. Here we have it in the liquor industry as well. And then finally, our lead story, uh, do you need to keep your millennials happy? Uh, how do you do so? Well, uh, according to the New York Times Magazine, one of the ways to do so is to hire a generational consultant to help companies 
develop a new approach to recruit and keep uh, millennials in their workforce. Uh, it's not really too surprising that this uh, tactic could be used. The difference of focus between myself and my daughter, who is a millennial, uh, is 40 years. So it's not too surprising that those running corporations need some coaching and how to deal with them. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening.